I think running a business isn't really about, like I said, like knowing how to click a camera. It's not about knowing how to send out an email. It's not knowing about how to set up a price sheet. It's about knowing your worth and what's going on in here so that you're able Mm -hmm. to serve people because you can't pour from an empty cup, right? Like you just can't. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wisdom and the Tangents podcast. I am your host, John Mansfield. I'm here to help you grow your business, build community, and create the lifestyle you always dream of. Every week, I bring in other photographers, creative entrepreneurs, and business professionals. So whether it's from our topic of the episode or one of the many tangents that we will follow, you will walk away with some wisdom to implement in your business and in your life. Each interview is recorded live in our Facebook community where you can ask questions and be part of the conversation. If you've been in business for a few years now, or even if you've been in business for a year, you've probably seen your business change. Our businesses are always changing. We as business owners are learning from each other, from courses that we take through podcasts that we listen to, and that changes the way that we run our businesses. And some of those changes can be big changes like adding or removing full services that you offer or little changes like how you interact with your clients online. Today, I am talking with my guest, Jess Golden. They're a wedding photographer based right here in Houston, Texas, and they bring such an authentic feel to their photos and their presence online and in person. Today, we are talking about how we evolve as business owners and how that brings in more of your target clients. Having both been photographers for over a decade now, we have evolved many times in our businesses. So let's get into that conversation with Jess Golden. I had always heard like your your 20s is like whenever you're trying to like find out who you are and then your 30s you really find who you are and kind of settle down into that and then your 40s you're like i know who i am and i'm cool with this Um, i'm looking forward to that too Um, i'm looking for that level of zero f's like that's where i just like that is like ultimate goal just to be like zero f's man i'm doing me yeah i'm out like you know (laughs) yeah me too i uh i had so many F's uh, growing up, just I always wanted to be accepted and just like, yeah, be be everything for everyone. And that caused me not to know who I was until yeah. like my mid 20s, whenever I really started asking myself, like, oh, wait, what do I like to do? And what yeah. what what are the things that really make me me? And what is my sense of humor and and all of that, uh, which I think over over like the last 10 years from 25 to almost 35 now I've really uh figured out who I am and feel a lot more comfortable as myself um which is great because the that feeling of like not having a mask on not mm-hmm. like literally with you know covid and stuff yeah. <laughs> which is relevant but um but like not having that mask of trying to be a different person whenever you're around people and just being you it's just it feels so freeing and like I wish I would have come to this realization earlier in my life because I would have been a lot happier a lot sooner right but I think it's also too it's just stuff that we grow up with like the shame and guilt of what we're taught and what we're told that we have to be like no you can't Mm -hmm. be loud you need to be meek you need to be humble you need to be kind 
you can't talk back and no, you can't speak up for yourself. You know, these are things that we are told as kids, you know, I I feel like in our, in our day and age is that like, we really honestly didn't have a voice. And if we didn't, if we didn't feel good or if we didn't, whatever, whatever the circumstance was, it's like, Oh, you're fine. Just brush yourself off and get up and, you know, go out again. Um, mm-hmm. when there was just a lot of nurturing and stuff that was missed as children. And this is why we are the way we are these days. Uh, oh, yeah. unlearning, unlearning the people pleasing and, um, you know, uh, trying to be something, uh, for every different person there, there is that we know, because we know each person we have to be different for, cause they're all different personalities and we're trying to people please them. So, yeah. and that's something that I'm like. I am no longer going to do. Um, I've been working on that the last two years, um, more so than I feel like I've ever done in my life because, well, uh huh. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, I was married and then I came out and then, um, it's, it's been an interesting roller coaster of who the hell are you, Jess? You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's such a good roller coaster to be on though of really finding who you are and becoming comfortable with that. And because I feel like, you know, uh, I mean, I just looked it up. You were on the show like September of 2020. So it's been a minute. Yeah. Um wait, is that right? 2020? Yeah. September oh, yeah. 2020. Okay. Um that's actually like in October um, of 2020, right after that, because uh-huh. um, we were talking about on that podcast about like you know how to be your authentic self, right? Like you know, yeah, that that uh-huh. was the topic. And then like, yeah, I think um, that year too, I actually I had started therapy um, actually in 2019, uh, but then I picked it back up in like 2020 around that time. And then um, it was in October 2020 that I knew I was non-binary. I discussed that with my ex-husband. Um, Mm -hmm. and I was like, I don't know what this means. And I don't know. Um, I just know I don't identify as male or female. And I just believe that I'm fluid. And I, if I want to wear a dress one day, I'm going to wear a dress. If I want to wear a suit one day, I'm going to wear a suit because I think it's cool, you know? Um, you know, and so, uh, yeah. And, I don't think he quite understood what that meant for like my sexuality. Um, but which it has nothing to do with sexuality it has everything to do with or orientation. Um, mm-hmm. but, and then it was from October, um, and then May of 2021 is when I was like, okay, yeah, I, m- my husband and I both like, we knew that we've had, we had so many things that we were working through. Um, and, uh, we just knew it was time for us both to be happy separately. And so, um, yeah, I was, that was whenever I fully came out and was like, holy shit, who's this person? So, (laughs) and then did a lot of trauma work and, and psychotherapy and just kind of diving deep in that. And then, yeah, I don't think I've ever been more planted and rooted within, um, the person I am now and feeling like I finally connect with like the seven year old me that I should have been whenever I was young. 
yeah. you know, instead of being told like I was always wrong for all the thoughts and feelings that I had. Uh, and just suppressing that and like, mm-hmm. this is not you. Yeah. Just yep. don't listen to those. Listen to what, you know, society and all of us tell you is okay and how you yeah. should. Um, yeah. Like I, from, cause we, I don't know. I, th- I think I started following you in maybe like 2019 or so it was sometime before you were on the podcast and watching you over the last couple of years. I'm like this like this feels like Jess, like it feels like you are you and you're not afraid to be you. And you're just like, yeah, like it or not, like this is who yeah. I am. This is how I'm going to show up. And if you don't like it, that's cool. There's yeah, you know, there's, there's a bunch a of other people. Yeah, there's yeah, a door. There is. You can go like there's there's like over eight billion people on the world now. There's yeah. there's a lot that you're going to identify with and be fine with. Yeah. Yeah. We need population control. OK, no, I'm kidding. So, <laughs> so many people. Yeah. Uh, man, I feel like a lot of times that like Dwight in the, that one episode, he's like, um, yeah, we need another plague. There's too many people. Right. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I'm like, well, COVID happened, so I guess whatever. I know. I was gonna say somehow, I remember pe- that. more people had babies though. More people had babies during COVID. It's Nick uh, Cannon, man. It's Nick Cannon. He's <laughs> he's just having all the babies out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he is. Uh, I mean, just pass yeah. some to the to the queer folk, you know? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> oh man but um but. yeah so yeah i can definitely uh say that it is accurate i am mm. um definitely living to my best self and um i think that a part of you know us as photographers it's really important um that we are continuing like that growth of like just self growth and mental growth. And, and it has nothing to do with our actual business portion. Um, because yeah. like, if this isn't doing well, like if your headspace isn't on, right, like if you aren't doing good in here in your heart and your soul and your mind and your spirit, however you want to, uh, you know, express yourself, you know, spiritually, uh, mentally and all that, um, you are not going to do good in your business and it's going to come through and your clients are going to know it. They're going to know that you're phony. They're going to know that, um, you're not who you say you are online. It's just a weird, it's a weird connection, you know? Yeah. And I remember kind of feeling that a lot whenever I was like trying to hit like certain monetary goals and certain like, uh, book certain clients. And and then I was like, so unhappy that I booked these clients because we didn't align on the same things. Um, Mm -hmm. and it just felt off. And now like after, after I did come out, I did lose a lot of like connections. I did lose a lot of, um, people that I thought were in my corner. Um, and so that part, whenever I was just unsure of what that next chapter looked like for me, I was terrified. I was terrified. I wasn't going to be able to work for myself. I was like, well, I guess this means I have to go out and get a job, a job. It's fine. And if, and if you have to, that's fine too. But you know, I was like, no, this is not fair. You know, this is, I am not going to let this just take away everything that I've worked for. And just because venues don't want to recommend me anymore because I'm queer and Mm -hmm. I promote gay agenda or whatever they want to say it is or wedding planners that, you know, 
for whatever reason, they don't want to put me on their list anymore. Um, they want to say it's not because I'm, you know, I'm queer, but uh-huh. it is. It, it really is. Um, you know, I was like, you know what? It's okay. I'm going to continue showing up. I'm going to continue, like, putting out this content. I'm going to continue p- putting out the things that I know the people I want to work with is going to seem like, damn, that's who I want to work with. Um, yeah. Because there's so many people. There's so many people. And I'm like, give oh, yeah. me all the weird, give me all the weird people. I don't care. Right. You want to, whatever you want to do. You want to, you want to ride a broomstick in your section? Let's can do it. Let's you know, do it. <laughs> Harry Potter style. Let's go. Like, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, you want to wear, you, you want to wear, I don't know, Halloween costume on your wedding day. Um, yes. Yes, please. Sign me up. You know? So yeah. I'm like, I don't care what you look like, where you're from, if if I feel like, you know, we see eye to eye on a lot of like, um, things like I too have the choice in who I want to work with, I'm going to work with you, you know? And so, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm not picky because I'm inclusive and I feel like inclusive and being inclusive in general, it just means you accept all you love all. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and really like showing, yourself and who you want to work with and just being weird and attracting the weird people is like that's that's the whole like attracting and repelling thing of marketing of you put out what you want to get and you share the 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 crazy photos and like the the people who want to go through and get like mcdonald's or like whataburger or something during a session and just like you know throw fries at each other or tattoos oh do you follow (laughs) chewy photo yeah chewy yeah i I know the yeah, you know, you know, Chewy. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I yeah. I've been trying to get him on the podcast. So maybe maybe we'll see if we can uh, <laughs> if you send him a text or something. But okay. like the the way that he like does like gives tattoos during photo shoots. I'm just like, yeah, that is. Wait, did you? Oh, you did. I remember that you got you got photographed by Chewy. Of I course, did. you know, Chewy. I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. yeah, like that is I was going to say like that seems like very much your people, too, mm-hmm. which obviously uh, like you, you hired him to to take your photos. I did. But um, but yeah, that kind of thing is something that's going to repel a lot of people like people who don't like it tattoos. Is. They're like, oh, no, I don't I don't want you to take my photos because exactly. I don't want a tattoo. Or yeah. I don't want to do like this weird, like naked stuff, like out in the wilderness. <laughs> like, I don't want to do stuff. this. <laughs> it's and, so funny. But, yeah. And then other people are just like, yes, that is 100 percent me. me. <laughs> Sign me up, whatever it costs. This is going to be yeah. an amazing weekend. Yeah. And, and that's what that's what we want. Like, that's the like that change. I am just looking back to like early in my career like 10 years ago john was just trying to find people who would pay me and i'm just yeah. like whatever whatever you need and and i was looking at the market of like okay brighton airy and yeah. you know classic you know long veils and stuff like that and that's what i was catering to and setting up styled shoots for stuff like that because that's all that i saw and now yeah. I'm like I don't I don't really don't really care for traditional weddings 
all that much yeah. anymore. Like I am. That's totally cool if that is you. But if you want to do something, something weird, then sign me <laughs> up. Like I'm, yeah. I'm your guy. This is going to be fun. Uh, <laughs> and I think that's part of growth in the business too, because like I look at like some of the greats in the industry mm -hmm. and, you know, they stick to a certain style, a certain people. And, yep. you know, I think, that's okay because they know who their ideal clients are. Right. And that's mm -hmm. fine. Uh, Cause I know who my ideal clients are. Um, but still my ideal clients still pay a luxury price because I'm giving them, I'm not giving them a less of an experience just because my I'm, I'm weird, you know, like my personality right. is weird. I'm not giving them a less of experience because I don't know for whatever reason people want to say um, that I am right. Um, mm -hmm. But I'm like, I'm giving them exactly the same amount of quality that these people yeah. that are charging like 12, 15 K, um, with the bright and airy and film look is fine. Mm -hmm. Um, I still, I shoot film as well. My film is just a little bit more moody. Yeah. Yeah. Same people yeah. will pay for it. I'm like, you keep showing up and you show up as yourself and you market that like your people will find you and they will pay you. They will pay you what oh, yeah. you're asking, but you also have to have the confidence in like knowing your worth and knowing who you are. And that mm -hmm. all stems back to like therapy, help yep. <laughs> getting your help that you need uh, for this up here. Because I think running a business isn't really about, like I said, like knowing how to click a camera. It's not about knowing no. how to send out an email. It's not knowing about how to set up a price sheet. It's about knowing your worth and what's going on in here. So that you're able mm -hmm. to serve people because you can't pour from an empty cup, right? Like you just can't. Oh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And like, you know, both of us being in the business for a decade or more, we can look back over certain years where we know that we were not healthy yeah. in our minds and see how the business was also not healthy. It was, yeah. And, and sometimes like, because I'm like, uh, ooh, 2017, 2018, I think I was mm -hmm. definitely not healthy and personally, exact years. Yep. Yep. But those were some of the biggest growth that I saw yeah, monetarily in my business. So Same. like, it's not always the, the bottom line, the amount of money, like, you know, hitting six figures, that might be a great monetary yeah. goal, but, um, you know, how are you dealing with those clients and how are you like approaching them and right. are you healthy or are you, cause I was like super overwhelmed and burnout during those years. And a lot of that was because my mental health was not healthy. Yeah. And, and then like 2019, started getting better. Um, and I shot fewer weddings. And part yeah. of that was because I needed to shoot fewer weddings because th the, you know, 40 weddings a year was is not really it. draining me. No, my no. 2017 year where I did, mm -hmm. I think it was 46 weddings. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> I don't understand no. I don't understand. It was my biggest year monetarily. It was my first time I ever hit like my six figures, my six mm -hmm. figure mark. And I was so proud of myself, but I also was super unhealthy. I didn't spend time with my family. I didn't see my friends. I didn't have a life. 
And How could you with 46 you, weddings? Yeah. There's, there's no way, you know? Yeah. And, and then the next year I was like, um, yeah, I want to do that again. So in 2018, I did the same thing. Like I can't, I think it was about 45 to 48, somewhere in there. And, yeah. um, that, that ripped me a new everything from that mm-hmm. point. So yeah. I was like, just like you said, like, just because you're making <clears throat> six figures and you know, you feel like you're making the best numbers possible. It doesn't mean that like, you're actually really doing that great. Cause being yeah. booked and busy, is it great if you're not doing okay? And exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And I think that's really good, especially for the listeners, you know, any, anyone who's like in the first few years and like, maybe you're in like the 30 to $40,000 range or something yeah. and just like kind of moving in from the side hustle into full time and like figuring all that out, like make sure that you are okay health wise, mentally, physically and all that before taking on so much. Cause I know that like jump from like leaving my nine to five to doing this full time was a, a big year and there were a lot of changes and a lot of stuff that was going on. That was, uh, it's, it was, it was not easy for sure. Um, right. But, but yeah, it's, yeah. I was just gonna say, is like, I remember like after two, after I went full time, um, Mm. I had, I mean, my prices were like $2,000 or something like that. And I remember I was just like, I'm going to book anything I can, like anything, anything, everything goes. Um, and I was like, well, you know, and I raised my prices after I booked like half of that first wedding. And then I remember that I was like, okay, well, wow, people will really pay me for what I'm asking them. Um, but the money was great. I was able to sustain a living, but I also wasn't happy. And I, now I am doing the same um, money wise, but I am mm-hmm. doing less work <laughs> Yeah, and I'm saying no. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, saying no is <laughs> so good. It feels so, okay. Well, it feels really scary at yeah. first. It's, it's just terrifying. like, how, how can I say no to money? Like these people want to pay me. They want to work with me. How can I say no to this? And and even like some weddings that I'm just like, I am not a big fan of barn weddings anymore um yeah which i know texas we got so many barns that are venues and i definitely shoot there i have a barn wedding in two weeks um but i i'll still take them but like the couple has to be right yeah and and that getting to a place where i can say no to people that i know are not a good fit for me um i may be a good fit for them but they're not a good fit for me to really be the best photographer for them to really show up like creatively and to, to, to mesh with their personalities and everything. Um, I think that was a really hard thing for me to get to, to even be able to see myself saying no to someone. Uh, cause I was always just chasing after, the dollar amount and just okay yeah anyone you want to i am free that day i already have two weddings that weekend i can do i can do a but triple yes, header i could do that that's too. cool yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and now <laughs> i'm like i am no longer doing double headers like that is yeah. not enough i know that that second wedding 
they're not getting a hundred percent of me uh, yeah. because I leave a lot on that dance floor and I need, I need a couple <laughs> days to recover. <laughs> yeah. I only do like a double header if I'm doing like a small elopement one day and then like another, like, or like a big wedding one day and a small one the next day. Um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. or I have like a Friday wedding and like a Sunday wedding that I can know? still do. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, just putting those boundaries in place, I think like has taught me a lot with my business. Um, you know, and I'm like, wow, I can actually say no. And I can, I am the boss. Like I can do this. Like, mm-hmm. cause a lot of times we're like, okay, our clients are our boss. Our clients are our boss. But at the end of the day, no, like you started this business. You're the one that's doing the work. This is your business. They're, they're your boss because they're, they're paying you for a service and you do owe them communication. But as long as you're following up and doing what you said you would do on your end and you have a good system of operations to keep that going, then mm-hmm. you don't need to worry about it because you're doing your job efficiently. Like you said, you would. And you've already given them expectations um, of when to expect things and all that jazz. And, you know, and if they're just reaching over uh, past those boundaries, you could be like, hey, hold on, wait a minute. This ain't it. You know, um, I've quickly, easily refunded people um, their deposits back because I was like, I'm not going to work with someone who doesn't respect me or my time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, And I think that's a really good thing to do. And not to just push through because uh, it does. That is a hard place to get to. Um, and and to just like tell them that and like, hey, yeah. I because it does feel like they're your boss. And like, yeah. how do you fire your boss? Uh, but like you <laughs> yeah. totally can <laughs> as you a can photographer, you can fire you your can. boss. Because yeah. And, you're, you're the boss. You're the owner. You're the CEO. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, as as we always say there, it is a flooded market out there. It is very saturated. They will find another photographer. There is somebody else for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And somebody else who will be a better fit for them. Correct. Because um, because that's the thing with saying no is a lot of times you can like mold or like m- like kind of push yourself into the shape that fits with them yeah, and, and go through, but it's not going to be great. And there might be someone out there that's already that shape and just Mm -hmm. thriving and putting them together is just, it's going to be a masterpiece. And by you keeping them as a client and as your boss, you're actually depriving them of having a better experience with someone else and giving opening yourself up to that day to book someone else who'd be a better fit for you. Um, Exactly. Yeah. And that's just like, that was, that was something that I'd never thought of. Uh, Like I always thought of like the, uh, well, I can't, I can't tell them no because they've already paid me and I gotta, I gotta go through with this and that people pleaser John that we were talking about at the beginning of this conversation um, would have just a hundred percent gone along with it. And, and it wouldn't have been as good as it could have been for either of us. Hey y'all quick break to share with you about something new that I put together on the new website podcast.allheartphoto.com, which has all the show notes from today's episode, as well as many others. 
But you know, I am here to help you build your business and create the lifestyle you always dreamed of. And with that comes some resources that I have found very helpful for me building my business and also some resources that I put together, some guides and email templates and things like that, that I think would be really helpful for you. So if you want to go check that out, head over to podcast.com. Just that podcast.com. That's the whole thing. Head over to podcast.allheartphoto.com slash resources. You can also go check out podcast.com if you want to. I've never been there. Let's give it a shot. Check them out too. Free ad for you, podcast.com. Now back to the show. Right. And that's kind of like, I feel that 100%. Um, I've had some people like say, you know, oh, you can Photoshop this trash can out. And like, I mean, I can, but we can also move it. But like, right. or yeah. like, you know, hey, um, it's been like two weeks after my wedding and me and my bridesmaid are no longer friends. Can you Photoshop her out of all the photos? And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> um, and so after that point, I'm just like, I'm going to do my job. Like I said, I wouldn't, that's not part of my contract. Um, you know, and so I've had like people decide to cancel with no reason whatsoever, but Mm -hmm. I don't have to give a retainer feedback for that. You know, like it's not my fault that you guys are canceling weddings. Like, I think it's just nice to like, know what your boundaries are whenever you have been in the business for as long as we have and just kind of be able to like, say, like, you know, you know yourself well enough and you're able to kind of like, and make sure that people don't cross those. And if they do, it's like, hey, like, you, I'm firing you. Here's your right. money back. Yeah. 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 Because you're not just a person. You are also a business owner, a CEO, and like you're running a business. And if people are crossing boundaries that they need to not be crossing, mm-hmm. then I mean, as a person, we should be telling them not to cross those boundaries and like standing yeah. up for ourselves. But a lot of times as as people, it's easy to just be like, well, you know, I'll <laughs> let this slide like you can text me whatever time of day and I'll get back to you right away. Um, and now I'm just like, no, in my email I have my my work hours. So yeah. these are the times that uh, if you send me a text at 11 p.m., be expecting one back at 8 a.m. Like I am not going to text you back. Amen. So, I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like we've had we have to set business hours because um, I thought about like this, like the other day, I was like, whenever you like say we used to work for a corporate company, you're not going to sit there and say, OK, well, um, my boss is calling me right now and I need to go do this errand for them. Um, but I'm also not on the clock and I'm not getting paid. Like you are not going like to go out of your way, uh, for someone, um, to work in corporate. Um, but you know, you would, you would disobey your own like boundaries in your own company, um, to do something like that as well, to like answer an email or something. Um, and so I'm like, sometimes, yes, I do do it, but like, that's because I just feel like it. But other times I'm like, if I don't feel like answering that email right now, I have until my procedure say 24 to 48 hours to respond. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And setting those, giving those expectations early and like, having those procedures and having those uh, those work time hours that you share with your clients, even if they don't 
read it. Like I know a lot of my my couples don't read the full contract, but it's there. It's there for them to reference. And it's there for me to be like, yeah, read, read, (laughs) read back on this. This is what I said. I would deliver the photos. I hate having to sit there and highlight like little parts of the contract and send them. I'm like, it would take you two seconds to log onto your client portal and go look at this Uh contract. Yeah. It is not a very long contract. This is not like 21 pages of, you know, buying a house or something. This is very simple, but, Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, it's that like setting those expectations and sharing the expectations early that way, whenever you don't feel like jumping on that email that comes across at 9 PM, you can be like, they know my expectations. They know my hourly, yeah. you know, they, or, you know, if, if someone asks, Hey, can you send us this photo? Like, I know you just gave us the sneak peeks, uh, but can you worst. send us, I really want this photo. And sometimes I'm just like, yeah, sure. Like yeah. I've still got it pulled up in Lightroom, whatever. Like I can, yeah. I can throw a quick preset on there. I'll do the full edit later. Yeah. And sometimes I'll do that. But other times I'm like, I have moved on. Like that mm-hmm. is off to the editors now and yeah. i am or not gonna not pull that up me to pull back up until another two weeks like right. i have to work on other things first before that so yeah. like especially like when it's around, clients. <laughs> exactly i'm like you're not my own client okay um yeah i mean thankfully you're not my own client but yes. also you are not my only client and yep. i um have to take care of those people first i mean just like you know how it is every time like around christmas time and like you have weddings that are like at the end of November and up to Christmas and they're like, can we just get a few photos for our thank you card? Uh-huh. And, uh, and I, it's so funny because, um, I did, I didn't think I would have this because I actually haven't had a lot of this like happen. Um, and it, but every year there's at least three, there's like two or three, you know? And, um, I tell them no. I'm currently with my family right now, um, but I will get you your images of, upon the, the gallery delivery date, you know? Yeah. Um, so thank you so much for being patient. You're uh-huh. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I feel I feel like that has been like the anthem of the last couple of years is just thank you so much for being patient. Like, yeah. Thank I know you so much for being patient. You're amazing. Every, I love you. You're amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is the best. Um, and thank you for waiting because uh, yeah. you're going to have to wait on this. But yes. yeah, because we like we're as a society, we're just like constantly moving to quicker and quicker, like instant gratification. Um, oh, my God. Yes. And I, I love think- Yes, it's amazing. I love it. It's it's great. I was going to say I love like instant photos like Polaroid and Instax and stuff. And like I love yeah. that instant gratification of just like it's developing right now. This is so cool. The second. Um, yes. Yeah. Which I know that would have been like that would have been cool to live back whenever that first came out. And like yeah. having only had film that you had to go develop. And then now this is developing in my hand and it's not a dark room that yeah. would be god would, i don't know I have like that would be a fun experience I gotta go take right now <laughs> i got yeah, 10 rolls of got film i gotta go take i am like yeah bunch i need to label and send out it's just been stacking up i'm like i'm gonna send this out once i get back into the office and yeah, ready. once and i can get out of my house <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's that too. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, that instant gratification. And it's funny is that like I started about two years ago that I was doing 24 hour sneak peeks. And let me tell you what, that has been my biggest regret in my business. <laughs> you yeah. know why? Because I would send out 24 hour sneak peeks less than 24 hours. And then like the next day it's like, that's it. And there would be like 30 to 40 photos in there. Yeah. I get home at 2 a.m., bro. I'm still mm-hmm. sending you images. I still have to wake up the next day for possibly another wedding or a shoot or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, and you're complaining that you have only this X amount when you could have hired other people who would give you sneak peeks in two months and then have your whole gallery uh-huh. in like five. I don't know. You know? Yeah. Um, and I so- mean, that's what it was for my wedding. Like, we didn't see a photo for a good month or two before we got yeah. any sneak peeks Damn. and those sneak peeks were like 15 photos. Yeah. And then I think it was close to five or six months before we got the full gallery. Wow. And I didn't know, like I was, I had photographed a couple weddings at that point, but I didn't really know what I wasn't in the industry yet. So I didn't yeah. know what the industry standard was. I was like, I'm, I can edit these cause I only have, you know, three weddings a year. So I can edit these out in a month or two. Exactly. Um, But yeah, it's, I also do the 24 hour sneak peeks and luckily I get home from a wedding. I'm still like riding a high, which might be the Red Bull. I'm not sure, but like the, just the high of like being around people and just like all the fun of the wedding. And I get home backing up all the photos and everything. Same. And I can do a quick edit of, you know, a handful of photos for them. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's the same where, you know, a couple of days later, they're just like, Hey, so when's our full sneak peek going to be? Like, exactly. Like the full okay. sneak peek or like, can I get this one photo of so-and-so uh, and their mom? And I'm like, bro, I don't know who that is. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that actually is one of my biggest like regrets that I I've done and I've stopped offering it. Um, I no longer even tell them when the sneak peek is going to be done because I even also have it in my contract, even though I said I would do 24 hour sneak peeks, it still says in my contract, there's no guaranteed Mm -hmm. time of sneak peeks. And when they would arrive, um, you're just in the guaranteed time of your actual gallery is going to be in like 60 to 90 days. Um, which I try to do a lot quicker than that because I don't like stuff piling up on me. And so... Yeah. Which I'm really proud of myself because I only have four weddings left to edit. Nice. For 2022. Nice. Yeah. That's that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I, my my last. I didn't have any weddings in December, so mm. I was I've got the last one of the like the end of November to edit. Nice. And then that's it. And it's beautiful. Uh, but yeah, it's yeah. I'm starting this year with a fairly clean slate to just get things going, turning them around quickly. Cause yeah, last year I started bottlenecking and mm-hmm. then that was stressing me out. And I was like, I can't, I can't let this happen again. Yeah. We gotta, yeah, we gotta I'm not going to have any mothers, mothers contacting me for their family photos. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm just like, no, you're going to have it on the time that I'm going to deliver it. And that's what yeah. the contract says. Um, and I'm just gonna try to do it as quick as I can, but 
Um, yeah. As far as like that instant gratification thing, that's the reason why I was like, I have to stop doing this because they're always going to expect more. And so I decided that it's not fair to me that like for my mental health, I, I get, I get super excited when I get home and I still have the excited high that you do. Um, uh-huh. you know, and that's the reason why I started doing the 24 hours and peaks. Cause I couldn't wait cause I was excited. Yeah. Um, yeah. and so I just think that like, if you want to do it, cool. Um, but you know, I think I've just, you know, said to myself, I'm going to do it when I want to do it. And if I don't, I'm not gonna, so, yeah. and I'm not going to make myself feel ashamed for not doing it because I'm not doing right. work. You know, and I know that I'm going to get sneak peeks for my clients whenever I get them. So, yeah, yeah. I feel like also if you're going off of more like attracting the couples that are into art and love the artsy type stuff. Yeah, they know that art takes time. Yeah. And that you're not just going to like throw an Instagram filter on this and give it yep. to them, but you are crafting this and you are editing it and putting it together with the vision that you had whenever you hit the shutter. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes a vision that comes to you later. Uh, yeah. But like that art takes a little bit of time and they tend to, from my experience, the people who are more into art and just like whatever. Yeah artistic stuff you have in mind like we are your clay just mold us into whatever you want to do those are my for favorite this photo people. shoot those are my favorite people like, and literally like, this take... is gonna be fun hell yeah yep. and then like today i had an inquiry call and you know we were talking and um she goes yeah i spoke to another photographer um you know and they said that they could do 24 hour sneak peeks and i was like well unfortunately I used to offer that, but, um, I don't do it anymore because I believe that I should spend a little bit more time. Um, because I know when I give you the final product, it's going to look completely different than what I delivered to you on a sneak peek because I took more time on it. So, um, and she goes, that's actually makes a lot of sense. And I respect that. Um, and so it was really funny. She goes, yeah, I wouldn't expect you. You should. Yeah. That's actually sounds pretty crazy that you could do it within 24 hours and then you're going to give me something different. Like she, I heard her on the phone trying to think about it. And you know, this is a prospective client that's willing to pay like $6,000 for her wedding. And I was like, you're paying for something more than just a filter. You're paying for art on your walls and you want it to look the same when I deliver the gallery, you know? Yeah, because so. I don't know how many times I've done the 24 hour sneak peeks or like the the same day, like during the reception sneak peeks. And then I'm just like, this is not at all what it looks like <laughs> fully mm-hmm. edited. No. And yeah. And that's not <laughs> consistent with your work. And it's mm-hmm. also kind of giving them a false reality of how long this is going to take. Because right. if you give them 30 sneak peeks in 24 hours, they're like, Okay, well, if we do 30 in 24 hours, then it shouldn't take that long to do 600 photos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then that's whenever you get the emails and the text messages of, hey, it's been three weeks. Where are my photos? (laughs) And Uh, you shot like 4,000 images. You're like, "Uh, I'm still trying to select just uh, the basics out of this. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm just trying to find all the ones with <laughs> open eyes. Like, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, speaking about that with AI going on. Have you? Oh, yeah. Have you? Have you? I have around? not. Okay. I have not yet. I need to. Um, I've I've been looking at 
doing like the AI calling and the AI editing. Um, okay. But I have not yet. I've, have you? Yes. So I, okay. So, okay. I love photo mechanic. That's what I use to go through all my images and select my images and stuff. Same. And, same, yeah. um, I mean, I love it. It's quick, but sometimes like I have to go back through it and comb it again because like I select yeah. way too many. Um, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about like, I'll shoot like 3000 photos and I still end up selecting like 1500. A thousand of them. <laughs> yeah. I'm really oh, yeah. horrible. I can never choose anything. It's horrible. Yeah. And so I'm just like, this I'll, one's a little bit different. They might like this one yeah, better than this one. So I'm just going to this way and the other photo uh-huh. is this way. Yeah. They might like yeah. that angle better. They might like that better. <laughs> I don't know, but it happens. Okay. I know I'm not the only one. Um, definitely not. <laughs> but yeah, like the AI um, uh, culling software is actually pretty good because I like it because it actually like finds the images. Like if you put in all your images, right, and you have like an image that's a little less sharp, like it's kind of soft, mm-hmm. it'll pick up on that and it'll label it like eyes, like soft or kind of somewhat blurry images. And then like you'll also like for the family pictures, it'll select the ones with eyes closed. So you can go through there and get you, you have all the ones that are tagged that are green with the eyes are open and yeah. you're able to, you know, cut that down because usually with family photos and stuff, I just kind of select the whole thing because with photo mechanic, yeah. you can't really see the full quality of the images in, um, no. in there yeah. versus Lightroom. Cause you have to hit like the zoom button and then you're dragging yeah. around to all the faces. I'm like, this is just going to be quicker if I just select in all Lightroom. of them. And then I'll do Lightroom and yeah. figure out who's who's looking. Yeah, yeah. I I'm definitely interested. I've I I think I have like a free some someone gave me a free something uh, yeah. for one of them. I don't remember what it is. Which one have you used? So let me check. I'm like my brain is kind of dead right now because I I'm on like maybe I'm, five hours of sleep. Yeah, um, I was trying <laughs> like while you were talking, I was trying to think of the names of any of these, and I was <laughs> me like. Too. Is batch AI, AI one? Yep, okay. that's the one. Batch AI. Okay. And then I also use Aftershoot. So um, mm-hmm. Aftershoot is the... I can't remember. That's not editing. Batch AI is the editing one. Okay. Okay. I think. Um, I have to remember. It's been a minute. Um, yeah. And for... Let's see if I... It is... Yeah. But anyway, I like Aftershoot. Um, and then there is also no. So I've been using Aftershoot. That's what I'm using okay. for color okay. is Aftershoot. I think okay, I tried cool. Batch AI once and I wasn't really happy with it. But um, maybe I can look into it again. Maybe they've done something better with it because you know it was just came out what last year. Um, right. Yeah. yeah and so. I think both of those now have options for editing and culling. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think after shoot came out with like a beta uh editing AI last year. See, I and... don't know about that one, but I do know that okay. they have editors that you they you can send your editing to. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I don't know. I get all these emails and I'm just like, hey, guys, just uh, I don't know. I I've got <laughs> I've got all this stuff that I need to take care of right now. I will get to this later in experiment, um, which it's overwhelming sometimes. This so. year will be a great year to experiment. I can do that kind of in this early season where I'm uh-huh. not overwhelmed with edits yeah. and uh, and and check that out. So, yeah, I'll check oh, that yeah. out. No, I was just going to say with Ima- Imagine AI for like mm. the editing aspect of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I've actually submitted maybe two wedding, three weddings so far. And like, they were pretty on point. Nice. I'm like, I still went back over every one of them because like, you know, right. just, yeah. I feel like I just have, I just have to see, you know? Yes. Yeah. Um, Which I but, do that yeah. with, with my human editors too. I go back over their stuff and Same. I was like, I'm just going to tweak this a little bit. Like these, yeah. these skin tones aren't exactly what I was picturing for this one. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, well, cool, cool. I'm going to have to have to try that out. That'll be my next evolution of business is going into you can to do AI. It. You got this. Stuff. You got, got this. this. You got we this. We can do this. <laughs> I feel like Kung Fu, uh, Kung Fu fighting. I just know like right after we're done doing this, I'm going to uh-huh. immediately shower and then crash. Oh, yeah. But yeah, Jess, this has been really great i really enjoyed having you back on the podcast and getting to talk about all this um i know that uh this has been really will be really helpful for the the listeners um i really hope so that they can follow along with all of our rabbit trails but and learn something take something from it work on your mental health Mm -hmm. get some rest say no make some boundaries because if you can't take care of you yourself um you're not gonna be able to take care of a business and it won't be successful like it just there's no way that you can hit that that goal of yours if you're not taking care of yourself yeah that was a perfect summary of this whole conversation like uh remembering all of the different things that we (laughs) talked about i was like i couldn't even pick (laughs) out all of those because my mind is just like here that's good good. Um, well thanks for having me back (laughs) absolutely thanks for coming back before you go Mm -hmm. Um, what are you loving this week? Um, Movie, TV, books, anything like that? Well, I have, um, a book. It's called Ashton Parker doesn't fail. It's, um, a lesbian book. It's it's funny. It's hilarious. It's great. Um, I'm loving that. And I'm loving taking walks with my dogs and my partner. So like getting the heck outside, literally all this week, all I wanted to do was fill the sunlight on my skin. Like that's all yep. I wanted to do. Like, and today I finally got to feel that. And it was just like, <sighs> I could just freaking breathe. Yeah. And it just made me feel like, wow, like I needed that, you know? And yeah. so, oh yeah. yeah. And I even took an yep. inquiry I, call tonight at five o'clock when I was outside walking with my dogs. That's the best. Yeah. yeah. And that, and that really builds that connection with them too. You know, just like, Hey, I'm just out walking the dogs right now. Yeah. And, I'm a normal uh, human being. I'll take this. I'm a normal human being. We can chat right now. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that every time that like one of my daughters comes up and interrupts me during a call or like during like I had a, a Zoom call yesterday and then my four year old just like came in Aww. holding this giant oversized <laughs> elephant and like the person I was talking to was just like, oh, she's the cutest and like all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, that would have been like really embarrassing years and years ago yeah. it's just like oh i'm so sorry that we got interrupted yeah. but now it's yeah this is my life this is your life from home. people are contacting yeah. you they know this is what you do there's no need for you to say sorry mm-hmm. anymore for reasons that no nope. you should not be sorry for um and yeah. that's why they're contacting you because you are john and they're like i want john to be my wedding photographer and I want to know oh, yeah. that he's a good dad and he's like, you know, got a kid bringing up a freaking huge ass stuffed elephant and when in the middle of a Zoom call, right. you know, that's normal. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Say the name of the book again. Um, it's called that you're loving. Ashley Parker doesn't fail. Um, it's also okay. also the same author who wrote Delilah Green. Hold on, I have to get it now. Okay. 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 I have to get it because it's really good. And if you are a queer person or even if you're not you should read this book it's dope um yeah. i actually just gave what's this one is it is it fiction um i'm assuming sorry, yeah no it's that's, not real that's life. most of what i read yeah, is fiction it's not okay. real life um so it's cool. actually herring blake this book okay ashley parker doesn't fail i love this book she has a sister book um Del- delilah green doesn't care and that's the first one that you should get um, okay. I actually let Emily, um, wish you were here. One of my, um, my associate, yes. yeah, yeah. he borrowed the first one of this. <laughs> and so it's funny. My, my bookmark is a bread tie. Nice. <laughs> Listen, that's, that's the best. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a six figure runner and I'm using bread ties as a mark as a bookmark. Look, listen. Oh yeah. I'm just telling you, rich people don't get I, rich for no reason. No. I I grab anything around me Same. as a bookmark. Yeah. What are you loving? A, a very old uh post-it note. I love that. As as a bookmark uh for this one. Um I'm loving this book more than this. Um it's a weird mystery something i need to get back into it i typically only read on airplanes okay. for some reason i just like i get in the airplane and then i just i want to read hey. i just want to read the whole time um so i started that book on an airplane uh going to santa barbara and then i just uh i never finished it because i got off the plane <laughs> but um but yeah it's a it's like a it's a weird story like it starts with the uh the main character dying and then you go from there um and like they wake up and they're somewhere new and trying to figure out where they where they are that's Um, cool so yeah weird stuff like that um me too (laughs) yeah um but i'm also loving glass onion um it's it's on netflix it's a movie um it's the second knives out movie so i've never heard of like uh murder mystery okay it's really good it's a great cast um it's it's definitely one of my favorite movies that i've watched uh recently okay i just Uh, now typed it in so i can go find it cool (laughs) perfect yeah yeah but yeah i really liked the first uh knives out movie um because i was like trying to figure out who did it because i'm always trying to figure out yeah during those murder mystery ones and and it had some good twists and this one uh definitely delivered with the twists as well that's cool uh and yeah it was good i love love good twists and turns jess where can people find you? Where can they follow you? You have a podcast now. Where can they listen to your podcast? Oh my gosh, it's crazy. Okay, so first you can find me at it's just golden um dot com or it's just golden um on uh socials, anything social wise. Um and then for sorry, I'm also looking at here to look up my actual term here for like if you type in it's just golden on 
Apple Podcasts or anywhere you listen to podcasts, it should pop up. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's pretty much it. Um, and that's only because JustGolden.com was purchased by somebody else. And before I had my yeah. personal page as it's Jess Golden. I've always been like that person that was obsessed with New Girl. And I'm like, it's Jess. Yes, it's Jess. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> um, it makes sense. And so I just it's used, I've had that actually as like my my personal for a while. Um, and even before when I was married, I had it as my other name um, with nice. it's Jess on there with my previous last name. And so, uh-huh. and so, yeah, I was just like, I'm just going to, that's what people know me as. I'm just going to do that. So, um, yeah, that's where you can find me. It's JessGolden.com. It's Jess Golden on TikTok. It's Jess Golden on Facebook. That's where you can find me. Sweet. Yep. Pretty cool. easy. Awesome. Well, I'll have all that linked in the show notes as well. So everyone can follow along. Cool. 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 Well, Jess, thanks so much. I have really enjoyed getting to chat again. Um, and yeah, thanks for being on the show. again. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Wisdom and the Tangents podcast. As always, you can check out all the things in today's episode in the show notes at podcast.allheartphoto.com. This podcast was recorded in front of a live Facebook audience. Join us for the next live episode by joining the Wisdom and the Tangents podcast group on Facebook. You can follow the show on Instagram at wit.pod. Jess is at it's Jess Golden, and you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at All Heart Photo. Check out Jess's first episode about becoming your authentic self back in episode 46. Just scroll on down. Subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode. Until next week, I will see you in the Facebook group. Bye, y'all. <laughs>